Good evening, good day, good afternoon, wherever you are listening from. You're welcome to another interesting edition of Sports Africana, where we bring you everything that is African related, where we bring you the most, um, most information that is available or that's making the round uh, the world of sports. As you know, we like to celebrate our successes, we like to tell our stories, talk about our problems, build conversations. Africa. My name is Oba Adiola Mokomo, and today promises to be exciting, informative, uh, and uh, I'm sure by the time you listening to the podcast, you'll be glad you did. Today we're going to be talking about something, a news that just broke yesterday, and um, it's regarding um, the Confederation of African Football Chairman or President, Dr. Ahmad Ahmad. Uh, he had been indicted for a series, series of irregularities as concerning governance of um, the Confederation. Um, last year, uh, there were a series of allegations that was that was levied against him, and uh, in the course of the investigation carried out by the FIFA Ethics Committee, um, he was indicted with um, various um, governance-related issues, which includes organization and finances of an Umrah pilgrimage to Mecca and his involvement in cars dealing with sports equipment company, tactical steel and other activities um, was charged um, for um, you know breach of loyalty duty breach of his duty of loyalty offered gifts and other benefits and of course mismanagement of funds and abuse of position. I'm sure you remember at some point last year, or some year, about two years ago, um, FIFA had to send down a secretary general to um, sort of coordinate the administration of CAP um, at the time, due to what was happening at the time. But um, yesterday, uh, the news broke that it's been suspended or banned for five years for football-related activities, which will kick into effect very soon, which renders his um, re-election as CAP president uh, redundant, temporarily redundant, pending appeal and everything. But I'm not going to be talking about this by myself. I've got a seasoned sports uh, football analyst with me um, today. He's well-respected, well-known. Um, brings me great pleasure to welcome Calvin Obuka. Thanks for joining us on Sports Africana. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Oba. Thanks for having me on your show. Thank you very much. We'll just kick on straight away. Dr. Hamad Ahmad has been suspended for five years. Uh, first, what are your thoughts on everything that has ensued in the last two years or so? At the very least, what are your thoughts about Dr. Ahmad Ahmed? Um, I, I, I was never a fan of um, the, the shenanigans and the no. I take that back. I was never a fan of when the campaign started and the the campaign to um, unseat the. Mm-hmm long overdue 
unseating of Issa Hayatu. I thought I thought Issa Hayatu had, should have left CAF in 2000. That's when he should have gone in 2000. But um, he's managed to scheme himself and continue to stay in place when really he had done his bit for for the continent and had done absolutely great things for for CAF and for African football. We tend to forget all of that when we talk about the fact that he stayed too long. But Hayatu did superb things. He did he did great things for for the continent. So, but unfortunately for him, and this is what happens to a lot of a lot of Africans and a lot of um, powerful people. They don't tend to know when the time was is right for them to leave. Right. So, um, eventually he had to go. But the way he, he had to go um, was was a complete. I'm trying to find the right word to to describe it. Ceremonious. But in the end, <laughs> yes, they, they they just in the end he left us with Ahmad and his group, and that group comprised of um, Ahmadu Pidik, who had just become the NFL president <laughs> within. We had just become NFL president in in twenty fourteen. Fourteen, yes, he had just become NFL president in twenty fourteen, and he was he was already turning into a kingmaker in the continent. But see, I, I could not understand all of that. I, really, sincerely, I was watching it. I was like, how does this how does this happen? So I knew instantly that this was not this wasn't going to play out well in the sense that we were not going to get experienced people to take the place of um, um, Hayatu. So I, I, I just was worried from that point onwards. Now, the when the revelations of tactical steel started coming out, and I saw I saw those, I, I started reading them, I started following the stuff that were coming out from Musability um, of... Um, of where is it from Sierra Leone? Liberia. I, I started seeing stuff. Liberia, yes, from Liberia. I started seeing stuff that he was saying, and was it just before? Was it before Afcon that Ahmad was stopped, arrested, questioned in France? Yeah. I I had a feeling that things were beginning to brew in that place. I knew instantly that things are brewing. There are people. People are um, um, an internal wrangling was breaking out. Mm. Things were happening, uh, and I just knew that eventually, eventually it would, it would, um, it would, um, it would play out that somebody would lose out. Um, by the time of Afcon, it looked like um, Abaju was the only person that lost out of what of what was playing out at the time. But still, the, the the rumblings did not stop. The fact that um, uh, revelations were coming out mm. from uh, the CAF headquarters in Cairo, mm. that things were not um, being managed properly, that people were money... That, frankly, that... Mm. There was a lot of mismanagement, mm. a lot of mismanagement of funds. You see... This is the problem in in football generally. Oba, if you followed me a lot and we discussed a lot, 
I, I, I have always maintained that football is corrupt. Mm-hmm. Football is deeply corrupt, and that is nothing new. That's what happens in any endeavor, in any business where there is plenty of money. Once there is plenty of cash, you follow the money, you will find the trail of corruption always. But what happens a lot in with African FA presidents and um, uh, people in, um, in perhaps CAF and Wafu and all of those places that these people don't realize that by the time you get to the stages that you get to, that this is no longer a local matter. Mm-hmm. It's no that because you are now dealing in forex, you're dealing in dollars. <laughs> it's it will be easy for these things to be um, to be trailed, and we can find out exactly mm-hmm. what you did. For 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 um, I'm mad to have authorized the that trip to Mecca. Mm. I'm sitting down in my every when I first read it, I was thinking, how do you even defend this? How do you defend this? What what will make you think that it will be okay to do this, and that at some point it will not it will not backfire? How? So I, I, it is also part of an African mentality where you become a president and you think that you own. You own the organization. Mm. You own that place that you're the president. You start to think that you own it, forgetting that this is an institution that existed before you, and it has it's it, it has um there there are things governing it. There are rules governing it. So you can't come up and begin to make make these rules or break these rules and not expect some consequences. So I, I think that's that's what has brought that's what has brought him down. Um, uh, to this level, and I don't think personally, African football is not going to suffer from his absence. I'm just hoping that what I'm hoping would happen is that people who are experienced, people who are experienced um, administrators in the continent, get to get to get into um, the exco or get to become. Uh, the president. Talking about experience, um, uh, you, quite amazing you mentioned that. Um, it's been brought to attention that um, a South African by the name Patrice Motsepe, who is the owner of Mamlozdi mm-hmm. um, Sundown and is touted to mm-hmm. be the 10th richest uh, man in Africa, which means he's got bags of cash so um, so and obviously he's a businessman who is experienced that in the business world um, it seems the kind of fit that we probably may be looking for I don't know what your thoughts are on that I see I, my, I, I am not sold on um, the fact that he has a lot of money no why on earth are we going beyond Danny Jordan for calf presidency why well, who in africa who else the man who was in charge for the first world cup mm. the first and only world cup held in our continent mm. 
Daddy Jordan, what is what is at the moment? Is he not a vice? Is one of the vice presidents of CAF? So why why not him? This is an administrator. Be, being a club owner is not same thing as being an administrator. Danny Jordan is experienced. Danny Jordan knows what it will take to run the calf because Danny Jordan uh, worked with FIFA when he ran the World Cup 2010 for South Africa. So why, if, if we're going for anybody in South Africa, I would suggest that it goes to Danny Jordan. Danny, Danny would, Danny would, Danny would, Danny would bring everybody together. Danny would, I, I, this is okay in the sense that he's owned the club he's owned the club and uh, quote unquote he, he's, he's wealthy but no, CAF is not about the wealth, CAF presidency is not about his wealth I'm seeing CAF, CAF presidency from a standpoint of administration so I would I would go for people who we can, we can actually um, trace their um, their administration, their CV in sports administration in their countries. Uh, it could be and how much it could be argued that um, considering the fact that I mean we are a millionaire and we know the track record of where he got his money from, um, it could be argued that it can probably run the organization probably more business like. You know. Uh, um, I mean, oh, it's no, 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 no. I, I, I won't, I won't buy, I won't buy that angle of running it like um, um, a business straight as. See, in a straight battle, for me to choose between him and Jordan, okay. I will go for Jordan. Okay. You see, one of the reasons, one of the reasons uh, Ahmad has been exposed is because of his, of his inexperience in football politics. Because he has not dealt with people on this level, he has not dealt with people of FIFA on this level. His agreement is he's agreeing for FIFA to send Fatma Samora to CAF headquarters was the greatest example of his um, naivety, his inexperience at this level, mm. and that's because he has never dealt with these people at that level. But Danny, nobody, while Danny Jordan was doing um, the World Cup in 2010. If Antino was not anywhere near that level. So if Danny Jordan was a calf president, Danny would know what to say to everybody else because he's been there. So that's why in if, if it was a straight battle between the two and I was making a choice, I'll go for Danny mm. all, uh, every day, twice on Sundays because of his experience in terms of an administrator. Mm. Mm. You made your point and um, they're valid. I agree with you with the fact that Danny Jordan um is experienced uh, if, I, if i may even support what you said i mean i i like the fact that a businessman a wealthy man is running for the position so that tells us something he's not coming there for the money at least but the agreement the, the argument the line of argument you're going in terms of jordan being um, seasoned experienced he was the ceo of the world cup 2010 that itself is like running camp you know, so and thank you. It was, it was a huge success. So that line of argument is quite valid, and I I, I agree with you that 
Jordan fits that bill perfectly well. It's like a, it's like the right peg in the right hole, definitely. Now, uh, how does this board now? I'm sure when I ask you this question, you you first of all pause and laugh. Um, our own Amaju Melvin Penick. Um, one thing, I mean, as I, I, I personally, I think my my opinion about him are quite are well documented in terms of what I feel in terms of his running of um, football and administration. At least uh, when we look at our football as it is at the moment, it's all there for us to see. But that's my opinion. So certain people have different opinion. But one thing you can give him kudos for is is a very good politician now this is whether be it football or on any other level is shown that he's got is uh, quite astute when it comes to playing politics now what do you think because um as you mentioned earlier on things didn't go well between himself and ahmad ahmad and in the in the wake of afcon his um vice presidency was not renewed or even though he remained a board member of, of CAF. And shortly, about a week or two ago, he pitched his tent with the South Africa we're talking about. What do you think? What's your opinion? Mm -hmm. How does it bode with? What do you think of Pinnick in terms of the African politics and shenanigans? You see, this is my... This goes back to what I said from the beginning, that... Um, the thing that threw up Ahmad is 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 um is an indictment on the continent as a whole that um Pinnick who has who who has only been um the NFF president for for all of what six, six years seven now. years six years six years that who has only been the NFF president for six years, he was not, he is now being seen as, as, a, as a kingmaker in the continent. Uh, is, what, ex, what experience does he have? You see, I, I don't, I, I, I don't, I, 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 if, I, if I start to ask um, Pinnick and his supporters that, Please, you guys should tell me what is it that Pinnick brings to to the administrative table. What is it? The Nigerian football Niger, football in Nigeria is a right royal mess, an absolute mess. Of the four four of the six years that he's been the president, football in Nigeria has been a mess. The only thing that has been propping up the Nigerian Football Federation at the moment has been their over fixation on the national team before you, go, before, you go, before you go on on that uh, you will continue but let me just quote what um a journalist in nigeria said about pinnick it was asked it was it was asked a question and he said when pinnick leaves or when he become when after his tenure finishes that it will be known in history that pinnick is the best Super Eagles NFF president Nigeria ever had. And he said this apart from Super Eagles, nothing else to say about him. You can go on. <laughs> he's he's absolutely he's absolutely correct. There's nothing else. 
and I, I tell them, I tell them all the time that you people, this current NFL board in their two terms have shown nothing but disdain for um, football in Nigeria. They've only been they've only been fixated on the Super Eagles, the Super Eagles, and every now and again the Super Falcons. That's all. So is that is that what um, he's going to bring to to calf? Is that what what what? As I said, you you cannot you can't you cannot bring a man who for um, six of his eight years, by the time his tenure finishes, six of his eight years uh, in the as the head of the country's football. That there's nothing you can hold as tangible. I'm, I'm talking about structural, um, structurally tangible things, not not audio, audio, um, um, audio uh, sponsorship and all of that. I'm saying what are, you know that the league league will start and finish at this time. That the clubs are all. All, all of this, all the indices that you should use to measure the league of any country, you cannot in the in the last six years of um, what you say in the last six years of his eight-year tenure, you will not be able to point out, point these things out for his time there. So how can you then start to say that this person you're not going to? How are you going to sell this person to the continent? What what what, what would he say is his, his, his country, his country's football is like, what, what would you say? So you, that's why I don't even, for me, which was why I asked some people some questions. I said, all of you thinking that Kinnick is all this, all this, and all of that. Please, can you explain to me what he he would bring to the table? What is it he's going to bring to the table? What that's would... all. That's, that's, like, that's a question for me. What does it bring to the table? Um, good question. But uh, it is said that they want to vie into get into the FIFA Council. You know, obviously, hence why something uh, Patrice Mitsepe. You know, um, it seems that to me that he's very ambitious um, as a football administrator. At least that's what he is. Even though we can't really see any glaring evidence of that. Would you agree that he seems somewhat ambitious? Oh, um, ambition. There's nothing. There's nothing. Um, um, what's the word? There's nothing wrong in somebody being uh, personally um, ambitious. That's that's fine. He's entitled to his ambition, his desire to. To um to get into FIFA, a desire to um remain in CAF or even desire to be CAF president. But me, personally, I I would only evaluate him as a as a as the NFL president and as an administrator. And my 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 um rating of him, I probably rate him four over ten. <laughs> as an administrator mm. for Nigerian football, 
I will rate him. I will rate him and his board four over ten. And that's because they've turned up, and that's because they, um, they, they, they are doing some stuff for um, super egos. That's the only reason why I would even give him as high him and his board as high as um, four. In my in my in my lifetime of following the of following Nigerian football, I've never seen a Nigerian board. In Nigeria, an NFF, NFA board with so little respect for for local football, never seen. <laughs> it, it is it is it is disgraceful, frankly. Mm. I mean, people who people who people who will stop the league because of World, World Cup. Cup, and in their minds, it was fine. It was they they they. They actually, they actually defended it. That it's fine to stop the league after the World Cup. And then when World Cup ended, the next thing they were doing was battling for re-election. And we know all the all the shenanigans that went on in 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 Russia, and all those things that went on was to ensure that re-election, that they got re-elected, not because they were thinking of 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 um, improving improving um, uh, football. See, he can be ambitious. That's, that's, he's well within his right to be ambitious. But I, I don't rate him I don't rate him as a Nigerian football administrator at all. Right. Back to um, Kaf now um, and Ahmad Ahmad. Uh, normally, whenever there is this of special of this nature, it seems there's no coming back. I remember, I'm sure you remember um, Nigeria's um, Amos Adamu. It was only suspended for two years, and since then it's been in oblivion. Ahmad Ahmad um, has been suspended for five years. And mm. what do you think? What do you reckon? Is that the end for him? As far of course, as it as far as as far as international um, as far as international football administration is concerned, it's done. Yeah. Is, is done and is um, unfortunately that's that's the way it rolls. Um, this is again, this is what happens when when people are over promoted. <laughs> this is what it happened to him. He's, he was over promoted. He went from the presidency of Madagascar to Madagascar Football Federation to uh, um, this. This position of calf presidents, that that's what that's what happened. Had he had he taken um, slow, slow, slow steps, right? Maybe had become an exco in calf. He was and a, from there. He was actually an exco in calf, though. He was actually an exco. In- that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. A longer, a longer process. Okay. A longer process of being in calf. A longer process because you 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 just being see he I don't think he understood the power he had as calf president in the sense of being able to to think first of the good he will do he will bring to African football and then the power his block can wield in FIFA. 
he didn't he didn't I don't think he he saw all of that I don't think he handled that the way he should have because if he did he he would never have been he would never allow himself to be blackmailed into um um into allowing Samora to to come to run the calf calf headquarters in Cairo when she did so this is it's that's how it ends is the end that's the end for him at the moment he has to find he's a successful man so football administration is not is not the end of him he will find other things to do but i'm just hoping that the continent has learned a major lesson in this that's what i'm hoping yes and that's what we are all hoping um thank you very much um Calvin, for your time. Um, it's hugely appreciated to get your thoughts uh, on the recent development. And um, Thanks, Robert. I, I hope that you will oblige us when next we call again. No problem. There you have it. Thank you very much. Uh, that is um, the end of the show. Please um, go to the various uh, podcast directory. We are on um, Spotify, we are on Apple, we are on Stitchers, on all the major directories and just um, listen to all our episodes. Until we come here again, have a wonderful day and stay blessed.